0: Good Wednesday morning, family. This is Chris. You're listening to Encouraging Your Spirit, the podcast. I hope you're having a fantastic day. Today's devotional comes from uh, Proverbs uh, 31 Ministries. It was such a great devotional, and it really encouraged me, and I thought that I would share it with you. It comes from Luke 18:1, and it reads, It's written by Sheila Walsh. And uh, it is from Luke 18, 1 that says, Then Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them that they should always pray and not give up. This uh, verse is from the parable of the persistent widow. We're not reading all of it today. Uh, but if you ever have time, go back and read Luke eighteen one 1 through uh, 6 basically the point of the parable is there was this unjust judge it's called the parable of unjust judge and he is repeatedly sought after by a widow who's seeking justice and initially uh, the judge is rejecting her demands he eventually honors her request so he will not be worn out by her Uh, persistence. It is said that an interpretation of this parable is that it demonstrates the importance of persistence in our prayers or in prayer, never giving up. And the story today or the devotional that's uh, read by Sheila Walsh in Proverbs 31 Ministries is as follows. Hold up, let me pull it up for you and read it to you because it was really really good. It says, I was 38 years old when Barry and I were married. Because of my age, we took the business of getting pregnant very seriously. But as happens to many women, each passing month was another disappointment. For the first time in my life, I found myself longing for a child. I prayed and prayed and prayed. Then it happened. When I saw the positive sign on the pregnancy test, I dropped it. It lay wrong way up on the bathroom floor, and I was afraid to pick it up in case I was wrong. Finally, I had the courage to pick it up, and there was that little plus sign we were expecting the first few weeks of my pregnancy were a blur of absolute joy at our sonogram we learned the baby was a boy we were so happy then one phone call interrupted our happiness i would be 40 years old when our baby would be born and my doctor act asked for additional tests one being an amniocentesis. When the results came back, she asked us to come to her office. I'll never forget that day. We sat on one side of her desk as she, sh- as she sat on the other with a brown folder in front of her. I don't remember everything she said, but I remember this. Your baby is incompatible with life. I stared at her as if she were speaking a foreign language. Barry and I sat in silence, stunned. Then she said something that snapped me back into reality. She said she recommended performing a termination the following day. No, I said vehemently. Absolutely not. This little one will have every day God has planned for him to live. We drove home in silence. There was nothing to say. I didn't know how to pray. I'd asked God for this little one and now he might be gone before I could hold him. How do you pray when it feels as if everything is going wrong? How do you pray when God gave you what you asked for, but it's not what you hoped for? Perhaps you prayed for a spouse, a husband, a wife, and now you struggle with a difficult marriage. Or you prayed for a new opportunity at work, and now you wish you could go back to where you were. Over the next few weeks, I cried countless tears, but then one day turned the tide for me. My early morning reading was from Luke 18, where Jesus told his disciples to pray and never give up. And that's the scripture that I read for you. It says, one day Jesus told his disciples a story to show that they should always pray and never give up. Luke 18:1. I drove to the beach where we were living at the time the beach was deserted my only companions were seagulls taking my shoes off i walked to the edge of the water and prayed like i never prayed before out loud to the wind the waves the birds and to my savior dear jesus my heart is aching aching I don't understand this at all, but I just want to declare here and now we are in this together. I've always needed you, but I know right now I need you more than I ever have. I don't know how this will end, but I'm not letting go of you for one moment. You didn't promise me happiness, but you did promise you would never leave me. Something shifted inside me. I have no idea how long I could carry our son, but my prayers became relentless. Not for a perfect outcome, but for the presence of a perfect father. In my 35th week of pregnancy, my doctor called to tell me she'd made a mistake. Another's patient's results went into my chart and mine into hers. So now every year on my son's birthday, I pray and pray for the other mother who got a very different phone call. I don't know what kind of battle you're facing right now. It may be for a child, your family, your marriage, your health. your very sanity but i want you to know this when we pray and refuse to give up our circumstances might not change but we're changed by the love of our father who never lets us go and this is from proverbs 31 ministries you can you know google that and read it yourself it's a devotional they do different devotionals each day and it's written by sheila walsh and i thought it was so encouraging And it's not mine. I didn't write it. And I wanted to share it because I um, thought, you know, that is so true how sometimes, yes, I know the author is discussing, you know, the concept in the context of praying for a child and wanting to have a child and, you know, receiving bad news. And then it somehow turned, you know, out different yet. You know, there's also the experience that we all might go through from time to time that how do you pray when God gives you what you ask for, but it's not what you hope for. And that really spoke to me because there have been so many examples and experiences in my life where I look at what's going on and I realize I'm living out the prayer that I had. Yet nothing around the situation and the circumstances and the experiences looks like what i'd hope for it made me think too of the experience of hannah in first samuel one through uh that whole chapter where you have hannah and elkanah and hannah is praying for a child she's praying to the point that the priest at that time thinks that she's drunk and she tells him oh no i'm not drunk you know i'm you know just praying you know for a child and he says, you know, may the Lord's favor be upon you. I'm probably paraphrasing that wrong, but go read that and 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 read that entire context, but it's similar in the context that the woman is deeply praying for a child. And she does, you know, get blessed with a son and she offered that son to the Lord and that son was Samuel. And much like this scripture where this woman has prayed for, you know, having a baby, she finds out that she's pregnant and then the news is you know, that, you know, there's something wrong with the baby, you know, she's recommending terminating the pregnancy, the woman refuses, you know, as we've read, um, and it turns out different, but then there was another woman who was going through the experience of, you know, thinking everything was okay, only to receive a different phone call, and though, you know the concept of pregnancy I bring that up because for some of us the pregnancy or what we're carrying isn't necessarily a child or we're not necessarily you know contemplating a family uh, bringing new ones or adopting kids we're pregnant with our dreams we're pregnant with our hopes we're pregnant with you know the different desires that we have new opportunities and new ideas and things that we carry each and every day or the idea of you know, living out our lives, and how do we pray? What do we say? What's the language and the level of articulation that we have when things are not going like uh, we hoped? And yet, the encouragement of the fact that we serve a God or we have a Father that is always present that never lets us go that never leaves us nor forsakes us regardless if the circumstances never changes if we never get the news that you know guess what the doctor report wasn't was wrong Let's say the situation stays the same. He's still the God that is with us and for us. That is always ever present. Not just in troubled times, but in all times. And that to me was so encouraging. The fact that we uh, have experiences where it's not looking like we hoped. And I just thought that is so amazing. That is so true that is so real I can totally identify with that experience have, have you ever been there have you ever had that experience where you're looking at your life and you're like nothing is like I hope for I moved to this place and nothing is going right I'm facing you know pain in my leg I'm facing pain in my back I've got a report and it relates to cancer or I've got a report and they say things are not looking well or how am I gonna get through this situation my parents are aging and i'm thousands of miles away or i you know all kinds of things that we can experience in our life that is not at all how we hope for yet the encouraging point for the day is that jesus never leaves nor forsakes us and that we should always pray and never give up it made me think of the song we sing it often in church oh no you never let go through the storm, through the fire, through every high, through every low. Oh, Lord, you never let go. Or through the song and the hymn that they used to sing that says, Stand by me, thou who never lost a battle, stand by me. When the storms of life are raging, stand by me. Thou who rules the wind and water, stand by me. That's how that to me is... Encouraging That to me is bringing up the concept that we're talking about today about never giving up regardless of what, you know, the outcome is. We don't get to control that, but we can never give up and keep praying and keep moving. And I hope that all of that encourages you today. I hope that, you know, this you know, makes sense to you. I hope that it's not rambling, but I thought that that uh, devotional was so surreal Because we all have moments in our life that we face that are not what we hope for. That the news isn't well. Yet, I encourage you today to keep praying, to keep believing, and to never give up. Okay? That's all I have for you today. Let's close with a word of prayer. Dear God, we thank you for being good. We thank you for being better to us than we could ever be to ourselves we thank you for being the god that never lets go that no matter what we face no matter what we feel no matter the circumstance you are good you are great you are awesome you are right there with each and every one of us. Some days you're carrying us some days you're walking with us Some days you're dragging us yet in the same you are still God. You're still good. You're still ever-present. Your love always remains You know of the burdens that we carry and some days Oh God, we are tempted to stop praying to stop believing because we don't see the answer that we want but today And in this moment, we choose to believe and to know that you love us and that you are listening and that we will continue to pray and pray and believe and never give up. We thank you, oh God, for never leaving us, for always being beside us, always being with us, always being for us. We thank you for your love that never fails, that never gives up. We thank you, and in Jesus' name, we pray and continue to believe that you are with and for us and never give up. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. I thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast today. That is Pray and Never Give Up. That resource, again, was Sheila Walsh, Pray and Never Give Up. I also encourage you uh, to guard your heart, and this is Teachable Tips things I want to say. While I read Proverbs 31 Ministries, and I've definitely found resources there to be encouraging, I have to encourage, you know, my family to guard your heart. Because some of the authors, I don't know whether or not they're affirming. And I firmly believe in never inflicting More harm to you So I can't promise you that all of the things That Sheila Walsh has written And other authors that you might find Should you ever go to Proverbs 31 Ministries are for you You will find that a lot of the Proverbs 31 Ministries are geared toward women They're geared toward heterosexual Relationships So when I was reading it I was including us And when I say us I mean LGBTQIAS However you identify Straight You know I was including all And I'm very concerned about when I share resources. One, I don't want it to seem like I'm the one that wrote that. Or these are my thoughts. I I did add to it, you know, those other scriptures when I told you about 1 Samuel and other things that I said. But I encourage you to guard your heart in reading resources. Because I don't know necessarily the wounds that you might carry from other experiences. And I don't want you to go out reading stuff and then you get wounded again. So I encourage you to guard your heart. And uh, be safe when you're reading these resources because some of the people I can't say or I don't know their level of affirming. But here's what I know I'm affirming. I love you. You'll never be able to change that. Okay. Also, announcements for today is Wednesday, which means if you go to Facebook Live, look for Word and Power uh, Ministries, it's Wednesdays in the now with our very own uh anton wallace also transformation radio they are basically have uh transformation radio uh apostle Pettigen has a guest every week is usually on mondays and he also does podcasts that are available on spotify you can go to clifton uh, com or go to search clifton pettigen and you'll see that as well as word and power ministries you can see all of anton wallace's uh, wednesdays in the now okay you can always reach out to the podcast at encouraging your spirit podcast at gmail.com. Truth for the day. Psalm five three. Listen to my voice in the morning. Lord, each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. First Thessalonians five seventeen. Never stop praying. I hope that something was said or prayed or thought or spoken today that encouraged your spirit, encouraged your mind, encouraged your soul, encouraged your being. Always know that you are deeply, deeply loved, immensely loved by Abba. His love is for you, for you, for you. And he is the God that never changes his mind. Okay. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you have a great Wednesday. Peace. Talk to y'all next time.